the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Looking for a mobile measurement partner? Or like the cool kids like to say, an MMP? Well, we've got you covered with our partner, Airbridge.io. Experience an unparalleled, accurate, and unified view of your mobile marketing performance, even in today's dynamic landscape shaped by privacy changes. What's more, Airbridge has recently launched MMM Studio, setting a new standard as the only MMP offering a self-service marketing mix modeling solution. Say goodbye to guesswork and hello to data insights. Learn more by going to their website, airbridge.io. That once again is airbridge.io. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website app owners and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is an O-T-I-X dot C-O. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads, and more importantly, those revenues. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest, Finally tracked him down. Finally got it. I like dragged him from Marin. I said, Martin, we're going to do this together. But he's been a very successful app entrepreneur generating over 100 million downloads across both of his apps. You're probably familiar with a few of them. He's got the podcast app that's got over 100,000 subscribers already. And it's the premier podcast player. And he's also got a great sleep app called Rest that's going to be built on AI. And we're going to learn more about that. A lot of the big takeaways from generating such an enormous amount of downloads. So without further ado, let's bring in Martin. Martin, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, you found me. I found you. I dragged you. So I hope you guys are honored. I finally found him. I got him to come. Martin, how's it feel generating such an enormous amount of downloads, man? Would you do anything to celebrate when you hit that 100 million downloads? I mean, I think I learned, I need to learn to be more, I'm working on being more grateful, you know, and appreciating more accomplishments over focusing on what's missing and like what we still need to get done. But yeah, it's a pretty surreal number, you know, like uh, even like, just when you're talking about 1 million downloads, yeah, come to think sure. of like, at some point we talked, we, we were showing like we, with our team, we were putting things visually, you know, and like we're, I'm from Argentina, big into soccer, right? The whole thing. And uh, like one of the like largest soccer stadiums in the world, you know, they they maybe have like 80,000 people, 100,000 people, right? Yeah. And like a million, right? 10 times that, 100 million. I don't know, I forget the number of zeros, but yeah, it's pretty surreal. And, but Feel like we're still getting started and we still have a lot to learn and that's kind of how we're thinking about it well congrats man not a lot of people can say they've reached that mark and so congratulations to you hey let's talk about this real quick what's been the biggest takeaways from reaching such an enormous scale i know a lot of people may hear 100 million downloads be like whoa you've made it martin but what's some of the biggest takeaways that you learned from reaching that milestone 
I think the first thing that's important to say and to give credit where credit's due is that, so I, I've been a um, co-founder in two companies, right? Like yeah. uh, first one called Streama radio, radio app, uh, mm-hmm. radio streaming service. And this current one is called Podcast App, which we build the podcast player. Uh, it's the top podcast, most downloaded podcast player in the App Store for the past few years and yep. uh, has a pretty interesting subscriber base and so on. But we've built all of these things with uh, amazing teams, um, amazing product teams, and maybe in this case, even more important, like amazing user acquisition and marketing teams. Sure. So I think one of the key insights is that I think as a founder, you need to be extremely involved and learn the world of user acquisition. It's like a it's almost like a skill and a discipline, you know, you need to learn. And I still feel like I'm continuing learning, you know, because it changes, there's new developments, things like go like they don't matter anymore. But you also need a team, right? You also need a team and you need to recruit great people. And I think this is true for entrepreneurship in general, but yeah. I think it needs to be stated here. So that's that's one 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 important thing, right? Um yeah. I like it. What do you, what about user acquisition? I mean, let me Talk, talk about that a little bit and then some of the team stuff. But like, what is, what were the early channels that you guys have tried out? What are the things that's working today for you? Yeah, yeah. So it really, so in these two companies, you know, like I built this first one with also like a couple of co-founders, yeah. uh, amazing team. Uh, and we started like 17 years ago with this radio product, you know, Streamer, right. which is still live, still live, bootstrap, profitable and being run by an nice. independent team. Um there's certain things that work there. There's other, some of those things translated to podcast app. Other things also work here specifically. And now we're building, as you mentioned, I think at the intro, we're, we're building a sleep product. Yeah. And we're also working to discover like what's working there. So some of the things that have worked for us um, are like SEO, mm. SEM, um, ASO. Those have been like really, really big ones for us. I think honestly, those are the, the 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 main ones. If you have to summarize, you know, so far like the successes and like the bread and butter user acquisition wise, yeah, those have been the 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 strategies. We've dabbled for many many years on and off with like virality, you know, and trying to get those type of loops going inside our products. We never got them to like be meaningful part of like the user acquisition mix. Um, and of course, you need word of mouth always helps, right? But 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 I'm thinking about like I don't know, maybe more intentional growth tactics, right? Right. Well, talk to me about SEO because I've been actually thinking about that a lot too now lately, and being like, hmm, how do I use Google Web Search to drive downloads? And I've been sharing some data. I met with somebody, Juice. Shout out to him. He's in Barcelona, but he's sharing some tactics for me with when it came to SEM, and I loved it. So thank you, Juice. But like. What if what has worked from you from an SEO and NCM standpoint? Like, what has your approach been? So, I think like for for for, I mean, this, there's been this discussion, right? I think for many years now, whether like everything is getting automated, and like you're kind of exceedingly like offsourcing, uh, outsourcing like the user acquisition decisions to algorithms and Google and Facebook and all those things, right? And like almost that like the, the individual marketer doesn't matter anymore, right? And then mm. there's not much, much they can do. Our experience hasn't been like that, at least not yet, you know? And, and we might have things to learn. Like we, we've tried Facebook and Instagram and those type of paid users, even like the, 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 the Google app installs, you know, and they haven't been like as successful as doing just like the classic search, you know, and just work mm. the, on the search keywords. When, when you- oh, You don't mind me sharing this. 
yeah. podcast app. You know, from my tools, there's 33,000 searches a month. You know, obviously there's Apple, but then you guys are right here with the Google app. And then you guys are right here on the yes, iOS yes, one yes, too. Yes, yes. And I think, so the types of products that we've built so far, you know, podcast app and stream, you know, and simple radio, which is a radio product, like they are, um, they are content products, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you are, when you have content, you can go for a, a, really, a really long tail strategy, you know, and like use that content to drive traffic to, to you, mm. uh, which is like similar to what many other products do. In our case, it's not user-generated content, you know, we're more like building directories and, and inventories of content and we're like surfacing them to people and who are searching. Yep. Um, so, and but, but yeah, many other like UCG type of companies, right? The users are creating content, they put it in search engines, those generate traffic, which generate more more content and there's like a, that's the flywheel so we follow a similar approach kind of like a more i would say long tail leveraging mm. the content that we have in our inventories and i think the second piece so that's kind of like strategically you know like kind of what's been the approach that said there's a lot of like devil in the details like you really need to obsess over this stuff you know and there's like and by the way seo is something that we in the case of podcast stuff it's been more like sem and it's been more iso and we're mm. getting back into the seo game because we feel like there's a big opportunity um so kind of getting getting i'm a little bit rusty with that you know i'm trying to like get, get back into it but <laughs> but yeah there's many pillars right there's like the the how you how do you make your site more crawlable so google can like index the the, the site efficiently you know and kind of have most things that matter in the index how do you distribute the page well page rank is a whole thing right as far as i know it still really matters mm. and page rank was the original innovation by google right based on like research papers um and this idea that the more links you have to your site the more relevant you are and the more it comes from high status websites the, the better yep. so um, that's a, a whole discipline uh, as well i think for me like the yeah like the the the, the the meta playbook here is like you need to understand who are the experts in the different channels you need to seek them out you need to learn from them and you need to become an expert yourself right and i, I think it. and you need to figure out for your type of product what exactly is the best thing that matches and fits because there's a there's a risk that you lose a lot of time trying things that maybe are not the best the best fit right i like it let me write some i want to highlight this the um list is this what you're talking about the long tail like when i was looking at all the shows that you have like the daily totally, totally. Yeah, and in the case it. of podcasts there's like uh there's literally millions of podcasts you know right of course not a lot of them drive traffic to us but, <laughs> yeah. but 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 it's 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 uh i think it's a couple million shows yeah i think it's uh, over 100 million episodes you know so yeah. and it's only growing more and more right because people are putting more content out it's becoming like a really type of uh, mainstream media uh-huh. so it's a great idea because, you know, we've actually done this from an ASO standpoint. Like I'll try to find popular shows, popular people, and then try to see. But like, you know, I'm, you, if I'm revealing too much, Martin, you stop me. But uh, I put the daily podcast, right? And I was like, oh, it's 22,000 searches. Hey, and the podcast app is right here. Like I know the daily podcast, when you're looking in the app store, might not have a lot of traffic. But like don't ignore the SEO side of things because it's doing well. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. I love this strategy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things are more sought after, like in on Google search. Right. Others uh, in the app store, right? And um, I think you need to gonna be probably be in both places. But I, I guess the, the the last thing maybe to wrap up on this whole thing of like SEO, SEM, or like perspectives there, like there's the 
there's like what keywords are you're targeting and how do you you get there you know organically or paid and then there's also like how do you optimize the journey so people like actually download the app subscribe to the app and all of that yep there's a lot of tinkering there right tinkering and experimentation there um that's that's really important i think experimentation is another one a big lesson you know in all this like we're talking about 100 meter downloads and all of that like Still for us, after having quite a bit of experience, I think it's been like 16, 17 years since like first company, still most new things don't work, right? <laughs> you feel a little bit like a loser. At least I'm trying to like work through that. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but like uh, most things don't work and you just need to keep on trying. And yeah. I, so we, we went through Y Combinator like a few years ago. And the other day there was like a, like a, like a reunion meetup, whatever, right? And, yeah. and, Sam Altman was actually speaking, right? Like the founder of OpenAI. That's awesome. And he was sharing how even for them at OpenAI, like most things they tried didn't work mm. and how they went in all of these different directions before actually trying like LLMs, how they had one person focusing on LLMs only. Mm. Uh, and that ended up being like the thing, you know, and how ChatGPT was like a bit of a proof of concept to show how their APIs worked instead of like a proper consumer product and it just kind of blew up. So uh, even like the top founders, top companies, uh, they, they still have these patterns in like which most things don't work. So yeah, I just feel like trying to be patient, experiment a lot and don't get discouraged. Just keep going, right? I love it. Give Martin a point. Okay, come on, producer. Give him a point. I love that. Because <laughs> the Martin, I do suffer from that. You know, obviously we're called app masters and they're like, Steve, you're the master. Like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know why it's not working. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, oh man, like what, what do I not know? But, you know, it means a lot coming from you having reached that scale and being like, look, a lot of things didn't work for us, but we're continuing trying and trying out new things too. Yeah, thank you. And I was looking at the, um, at some point, I was looking into baseball. I, I I don't know how baseball works much, you know, but I was. Okay. But this is what I heard, and I and I researched it. And lo- it looks like it's true. Yeah. And like even the base, the, the best like strikers on like baseball or the mm-hmm. hitters, you know, they still miss like most of their shots. Yeah. Like and and like so on a like so like majority basis, right? Like they're not hitting all of them. Right. Um. And the difference between like average and like amazing, it's not that huge, you know, in the absolute numbers. So I feel like there might be something similar here, you know, okay. in which like it's not so much about like getting everything right, but just getting like the the, the average of like successes a little bit higher and, and just staying in the game. Well, before we move on to the onboarding, what's work, because, you know, obviously yeah. you want to get when you have that much downloads, you want to get them to convert in the onboarding sequence. I want to hit one more thing on the SEM. Now, you know, yeah. stop me when you're like, Steve, you're really too much. Let's see if I'm we just... are spilling the beans or not <laughs> well you said sem and so i put in podcast app i love that you rank number two right under apple right for podcast app right here organically and i do know that you know it is a good avenue but this this is the ad i won't click on it Martin. but what what is this please like, don't, make us, don't make us spend money don't make us yeah spend don't money. I, won't, I won't click it I won't click you're gonna it. ruin the company <laughs> but talk to me about this strategy like are you guys using this to send to the the website and then ultimately try to get people to download the app like what's what's the yes. strategy behind this yes i mean that's that's precisely it okay I mean, we have all sorts of ads for all sorts of search and queries nice um so it's not like that single one is the like the one that drives maybe the most but but we're definitely there you know and we're you need to be careful in terms of like um how much is costing you right how, how much is costing you and um but yeah, r- roughly speaking, we were bidding for keywords on the web. We're bringing them to the website. And from the website, we're actually taking them to the app. Mm-hmm. And the app is, the funnel is really well optimized to drive subscriptions. Nice. So at the beginning, we were only monetizing with ads, by the way, with, with Podcast App. We introduced subscriptions like three, four years ago. 
completely changed the game. Like now, I would say 75% of the revenue is subscription, you know? Um, and so, yeah, we, we do we do that funnel and we do find that it works. You need to be careful. Like it doesn't work at all, at all costs and for any keyword, you need to see like the, 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 the unit economics makes sense. But now we're starting to experiment though with like doing things on the website directly, like subscriptions on the web. Mm, love that. Um, yeah, and we don't, we still don't. We're, we're doing that on the on the on the this new sleep product first, um, because we also do like web campaigns and search campaigns. So yeah, we're trying to experience to, to experiment and see how that performs. We still don't have any data, but the theory here is that if we're taking people to the app and there's so many drop-offs in so many steps, right, all along the way. If we can get them to sign up for a trial directly on the website, we should be able to get a lot more people there. And plus, we have better take rate because there's not the thirty percent and all that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how how that works. But that's like a, a current frontier of experimentation. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's talk about the. Well, actually, let's say some. I'll give you a break. Okay, you're probably like, oh, I'm doing all this talking, Steve. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mary? Good to see you. We got Adrian here. We've got John. We've got David as well. Waruna, what's up, Waruna? Miguel, hi, fam. That's Fridays with App Masters. Okay, so <laughs> Luis is here. Luis is in Brazil, I believe. I forgot. Kevin's here from Lakeland. George, let's see how to get those millions of downloads as well. And then Seven was like, "Humming." 100 million downloads? What? That's crazy. <laughs> Sam has a or Sammy has a question for you. Do you mean to say we should go with as many platforms as we can to bring users to our app and thus we find the best one and the cheapest one to bring bulk traffic and this will all happen if we do more experiments to find the best way? Yes, yeah, Sammy, I think that's a great question. I think that's a good way of summarizing it. I mean, so I think there's some like devil in the details, you know, and it's a bit nuanced, but probably speaking like what I've seen for us and usually companies are successful is that they have maybe one channel that really works amazingly well, you know, or maybe two channels at most, but it's like, it's very like the, 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 the winning channels are very small and very concrete. So I think you need to find, like try to do an experimentation process to discover that. And sometimes you try things in parallel. You need to, it, that depends on the size of the team, right? And, and you gotta be, I think there's a risk of being spread too thin and kind of like, not being able to go because cracking a channel takes a lot of work, right? You need to yeah. really be deep in the weeds there. So if you, the more you think you're doing in parallel, the, the it's, it's an issue of focus, right? So, um, but yeah, like there needs to be like a pipeline of experimentation until you find something that works. And once you find something that works, it's, it's important that you detect that and you go all in on that thing, you know, and really pull the thread. For us, it was like subscription. Like um, we're not talking about the monetization front. Like we, yep. That was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Like, um, and we were we were just working on product. You know, we were doing, working on product. And it was like a side decision. Like, let's put this. We already had a subscription. It wasn't like driving much revenue. It wasn't much of a priority. You know, and it was really hidden, like in some kind of obscure screen. Um, and we created a new feature. And we're like, this could be a good fit for unlocking it within the subscription. Why don't we put it in there? And might as well, like, why don't we put the subscription a little bit more front and center? At like a seven day trial. I don't know, like. It was one of those like let's start with hanging through. Let's easy. Let's do it. And 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 then we saw once we did that, we saw that like an uptick, you know, that it wasn't huge in absolute numbers, but you could see like something happened here. Like what's going mm -hmm. on? And that was like a bit of a hint, you know. Uh, and and flash forward, it ended up being like two two and a half years of like experiments, spending huge amounts of energy on subscription, which really worked. In a year, we like twenty x the amount of subscription revenue. Wow, dude. 
I think we were doing like 120K a year and we did like 2 million that year in subscription revenue. Um, but that's that's the thing, right? It's it kind of, just by, a, in, in this case, stroke of luck, you know, we kind of discovered something that looked a little, a little bit promising. And, but we did have, we did have, I think, the, the insight and the wisdom to say, okay, let's like see how far this goes, you know? And we really went hard and like, so, so I think you need to do something like that with your user acquisition channels, but be careful yeah. not to be like spread too thin. I love that approach because I, I look for signals, you know, like a lot of times when I'm yeah. doing these type of things, I'm looking for themes to develop, you know, one person's opinion, great. And another person says the same thing. I'm like, okay, this is something I could really focus on. Right. And then you and I weren't planning to talk about SEM, right? Like, yeah. and yeah. the fact that I talked to Juice last yesterday at the event and he was talking about SEM and then you started bringing it up and like, you know, themes, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Themes and signals to kind of figure out what to do next. And what's, what's something that I'm missing in the arsenal too. Uh, Joe's got a question, Martin. Martin, that Google search ad with your website, is that a landing page or is a URL redirect to the App Store listing? I didn't click it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> would have ruined the interview. That two point, yeah. I'm eating to that 2.3 million, right? I'm eating into that. <laughs> oh, man, I was sweating. I was sweating. No, okay. So, um, by the way, just I, I want to caveat something. Like, yeah. um, I'm not like the platform expert, right? Like, I'm not the person like creating the campaigns and working on all of that. So, I think I know most of the answers to the questions that are being asked, but just like have a bit of a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, ad, that, that, that most of this SEM ads that we do, they take directly to the website. Um, from like web searches, you're not able to take to the app store directly unless it's like a proper like app install ad that looks differently. Mm -hmm. I think the one that Steve was showing is it was like a web campaign. And what I can tell you is that most of our campaigns, the proper search targeting search keywords, um, are they, they take to the website. They, they don't take you to the app store. That's not, it's not possible. Uh, and there's also like, you're, you're, you're technically not able to like also um, discriminate iOS from Android traffic also, mm. which can be tricky because mm. for us at least, and most people like iOS performs better in terms of monetization. Um, so that's also a tricky thing and there's work workarounds and there's ways of like kind of nudging it in one, in one way, but there's not like a proper targeting uh, criteria. I love it. I love the idea. All right, Luis. Sorry, Luis. He's from Venezuela. So apologies, but he did. <laughs> he did say Felicidades. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <Gracias>. Okay. <laughs> and then Aran says, do you use ROAS campaigns on Google ads? That's a good question. I'm not, that one I don't know. Yeah. That one I don't know. Um, but we do look at ROAS as a metric, I can tell you. I don't know if like, that's the type of campaign that we use or not, uh, right. but it's definitely like a, a KPI that we're trying to, yeah, get get to like be break even or profitable. I think if you do a ROAS campaign, you need to do an app install campaign, mm -hmm. not an SEM keyword campaign. And so okay. the app sense. installs, what I can share with you guys is I think, you know, I love the approach. So I'll just say that. Okay. I'm trying to, trying to not share, overshare. All right. Rob says, how helpful if you already have 100 million downloads, now you're creating a new app for same audience? I mean, there is definitely crossover. Like, so we're working. So we did first one company, radio, right? We did that for 10 years, started a new company, podcast. Those were pretty separate companies. Um, so we kind of did start from scratch, even though we did have the playbook from the past and a lot of experience and we were able to get that going pretty fast. And now we're working within the same podcast app company on a sleep product called Rest. Mm -hmm. So um, so this this new Rest sleep product has some overlap with like um, with podcast app. And it actually comes from a podcast app insight. Like lots of people were listening to our, using our app at night to sleep um, because podcasts can have a hypnotic effect on folks. 
Yeah. Hopefully not this one, you know. Hopefully this one is going to be funny and exciting and no one's going to be able to sleep to this. But some people hear interviews, you know, or lectures and they fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they fall asleep. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we saw that we were into like the health and wellness, you know, um, space and we've done lots of experiments over the years i i used the aura ring you know i used it for like since 2018 you too nice yeah. uh so so we had already done a lot of like personalized like work on sleep on our own sleep uh and it looked like a really interesting space with there's 70 million people by the way who 70 million people every um in the us that have chronic sleep deprivation so it's huge mm-hmm. it's like 20 percent of the population and it's growing so there is overlap and we're using podcast app to cross promote that said, it's not going to be enough like to get make this as big as we want because it also goes in, in other different directions. Um, so, yeah, I think you need to use all of the resources that you have. Right now, the way we're using Podcast App is to fund the development of this. You know, That's the main use because it's a pretty successful, strong business that generates a lot of revenue. And we have a team of 20 people uh, that are, for the most part, working on building this thing out. Nice. So that's, 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 that's the, 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 the largest... Uh, way we're using a podcast app. I love it, man. All right. Sammy's got some questions. So let's go into the audience questions. What are your best advice? Any app should focus on for the upcoming season, Black Friday, 11-11 business, you know, the biggest events, biggest download days for the app space, Christmas yeah. and New Year's. How do you prepare? Yeah. Great question. So I'm going to have a hot take. I don't know if this is like the right one or not, but this is I how I see it. We've done, I mean, we. I think we've done a few, few times, like, We've done several experiments trying to optimize for a season or, or, or a moment in time, uh, especially last year, I think it was, that we did like a pretty big Black Friday push and it was a lot of work. Didn't move the needle. So my, my perspective here is like, and, and the problem with these things is that they're like really like one-offs. Unless there's something specifically seasonal, you know, to your to your business that really makes a huge difference, right? For example, um, educational, edu- ed tech, K-12, you know, type of startups that back to school. Back to school is a great, it's really special time for them. And maybe like it fits into the business in a really unique way. But more like generic, you know, kind of like holiday season type of things. I think, I tend to think that it's a bit of a waste of time. And it's more about focusing on like, what are the loops, you know? What are the, the loops, the user acquisition channels, like the, the system, building the system and not like one-off things that at best they're going to spike. And at worst, they're not going to just make anything for you and it's going to distract you. So... Honestly, I, w- I wouldn't prepare. Plus, do know that there's so many, there's so much noise at those times, right? Yes. Everyone's putting out a deal, right? And you're competing against everyone. So, I don't know. I feel like you're trying to, like, I don't know, competing in a really, really tough, I don't know, yeah, moment in time. So, I, ju- I just, we, we don't pay much attention to it and I don't recommend folks to. I like it. I feel the same way. You know, I don't look, I don't actually look at a lot of my competitors, I, you know, in the space of like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't care. I'm focused on me, what's working for us and our clients. Cause a lot of times, Martin, I, you know, I've worked with, I've heard from so many different apps. Even when you hear a big number, you know, you don't hear the other side. You know, I've been wanting to do a YouTube series or like a TikTok series about the other side, you know, like the other side of having this many downloads. Sometimes, you know, you don't know what, if they're profitable, you don't know if yeah. they're running out of money and you all yeah. you see is the sensor tower, like humongous downloads and revenue data, but you don't know what the actual, like what they're keeping of that revenue. And I'm always like, don't be careful when you start comparing and start thinking through like what other people are doing and how yeah. are they doing it? Because you have no idea how well they're actually doing. It's just the top, like, the top doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. The bottom yeah. profits. Totally. Back. Totally. I actually would love to ask you, but maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to throw us off track, you know, but we, no. 
if there's any good tools, you know, for understanding that better, you know, like to, to really like, because I think there's lots of tools to see numbers of downloads and like, I don't know, just like the, the broad strokes, like keywords and all that. But I would love to see, understand better if there's a way of like going deeper into the intelligence, you know, of like other products and anal analyzing them and understanding their unit economics to like what are their top paid channels and what are the costs. Sure. And like, but I don't know what's the state of the art. Like we've done some research. There's lots of products who kind of claim that they do this, uh, yeah. but they're behind like paywalls. You need to do sales calls and we just never go, go, go around doing that. So do these products exist? Like what's the situation? Yeah, I'll give you a few. I like to like band-aid solution, a bunch of things. So like, give me an app that you, you're curious about. Let's say Calm. Calm? Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we always pick on Calm. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> So I like App Magic. So like, you know, obviously Sensor Tower has data, mobile action has data. What I'm trying to do right now, because we have access to a lot of data, you know, it's trying to be like, okay, here's how much App Store Connect revenues really are. And here's what all the other tools are saying. Yeah. Now, I feel like if it's under 100K, mobile action has a pretty good revenue and downloads data. Sensor Tower tends Weird. to not have, like you have to be making lots of money for Sensor Tower to actually kick in. Because even our app, they, they haven't really seen the right number but what i really like about app magics is they give you the revenue per download which i really mm -hmm. like now it couldn't be inaccurate right like but yeah. it gives us a signal and yeah. this gives me a number so like if i'm building a meditation app like okay cool i should be aiming for i know my break even is going to be roughly around three dollars like that's a great revenue per download number and so that is a great source. Obviously, we we have partners with Social Peta and Mobile Action who are having more yeah. ad intelligence. So I'm not using one full tool to kind of dissect all that stuff. But and Steve, sorry to interrupt. In yeah. this case, for example, we don't know how much they're investing into marketing, right? We don't know we the don't costs. Know. Right. We yeah. don't know. Is there so a way of like seeing that anywhere or like seeing what are the paid channels they use or like... No, I mean, they won't give you the social peta has some of that detail, like some of the ads, mobile action starting to have more of the ads they're using. You will, okay, I don't like think you'll know spend. Yeah, you won't yeah, know yeah, yeah. spend for that, okay. unfortunately. Okay, okay. Awesome. Yeah, nothing Maybe I can find. ChatGPT will give us that at some point. <laughs> Maybe, man. You, yeah, you know yeah. Sam, so you can go ask him. <laughs> we got another question from Miran. He says, Is why, why Combinator YC worth it for a mobile app that is already breaking even and making some profit from their subscriptions? Yeah, like, I mean, it did for us. Like, we were in that situation when we were making some money. So this is this always depends, right? It depends on, like, um, many different things, I guess. Uh, but I'll tell you, so I think it depends. At the same time, I feel like... You should do it. <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you, it, 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 it's not easy to do, right? Like, it's, I right. think they have, like, it's... I think it's like 15,000 applications a year or 20,000 applications a year. And there's like 200, 300 companies that get in. Um, so I would, I think you should do it. I mean, in the sense that I see entrepreneurship, you know, and building products and creating companies. It's almost like, to me, it's like my craft, you know, and a little bit like my hobby, you know, maybe it's a bit sad that I say this, but it's like one of my hobbies. Um, and I do think it's this like never ending, like learning experience. And I feel like YC is just the possibility of going into a community with like some amazing people, right? Really amazing people. If you have the goal of like raising money and maybe getting more plugged into like the um, Silicon Valley ecosystem, um, I, th I think it's an amazing, amazing way of doing it. Might be the best, especially if you're like, if you've never raised money before or if you're like a, like a foreign immigrant founder, you know, that's just like coming into like this, this, this part of the world. Um, so 
I mean, it's it, it does feel like playing in the big leagues a little bit, you know. So 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 I do think it's um, unless you have like a humongous company, you know, like that's really really big, and you're like I cannot stomach giving away seven percent of this, you know, because it's just too much too valuable. But if you're still like on the earlier side of things, uh, I think on really getting in probably increase your valuation, you know, mm. automatically. So it probably like just giving away that seven percent already is going to put you in a different place valuation wise, and you're like you you already boosted your maybe you double or triple your valuation and it's like it pays for itself. Plus you get all the benefits, right. Of like being part of the community. And yeah. So I think, I think I, 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 I'm, I, I, I mostly have only or, or only have positive things to say about YC. I really think it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Hey, Martin, I want to, I know we want to make sure we're good on time. The, when you were able to 20 X, do you remember the experiments and share what you want to share? Cause obviously, you know, this is a public forum, but like, do you remember the experiments that you were running from a paywall or onboarding experience that really helped with that 20 X? Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, what we learned is that the most of the subscription, I mean, we're, by the way, we're trying to actively change this because we would love to for it to be differently. But what we've seen and we, we come out, can continue going back to this like realization is that most of the subscription revenue comes from new users mm. uh, in their onboarding funnel, right? If you don't have like a paywall in the onboarding funnel and honestly, as soon as possible, as early as possible, like you're just like, you're really, really leaving a lot of money on the table. Uh, so it really makes a huge difference to have a paywall in the onboarding experience for all new users, all their paths, and as soon as possible in the experience. Um, trials are big. I mean, maybe these things are obvious, you know, but they were big for us like three years ago and they made a huge difference. Trials are big. It's super important to um, just keep on trying new, like creative and paywall designs, you know, mm-hmm. that one's super important. Like, and, and, and it, it does take try to go broad, try to go narrow, you know, like try to like go a little bit all over the place. We do look at like many of the, not only like the, I would say we don't look so much about the like largest apps in the world because Mm -hmm. those ones, I feel like, I don't know, there's so many considerations to be had there, legal, I don't know, just so many things. But we do tend to look at the ones that are like like us or a little bit further ahead, you know, um, and trying to see, get inspiration from how they do things uh, in terms of how they present it and the layouts um of course we bulked up the offering over time and i think that also helped uh so adding more benefits and 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 i think it's sometimes adding like a concrete benefit people want and sometimes it's also like just adding more benefits so there's a higher perception of value when people need to make a decision to start a trial or not yep um price is also big like price optimization you know and playing with price and trying different prices uh i think something i tend to see is that people like like developers, right? Like they underprice and they, I don't know if there's like a more like psychological thing, you know, they're like uh, that you're not valuing what you're putting out, but I would say try higher prices and see what happens. Um, yeah, we, 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 we we're able to have like some interesting games with, with, with all of that. I think you put every, all of that in the mix and that's probably like, yeah, most of the games that we, that, that we had. I love it. <laughs> hey, Martin, uh, before we get into the app audit side, I want to do, I do want to talk to you about the AI part of it and you, how you've okay. been using AI, especially with the new app with rest, like talk to me about, you know, what's working when you're doing that stuff. Yeah. So I'll, I'll maybe set it up a little bit, you know, like, um, yeah. as we were saying before, right? Like sleep is a really big problem. And, uh, before in the introduction, we were also talking about, the 
being 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 fathers, right? And the, the challenges, I think, there's challenges with sleep there as well. Um, so, but yeah, sleep is huge in the US and in the entire world. And unfortunately, the sleep problems are huge, right? And unfortunately, it looks like it's only getting worse, at least for the time being, because of stress, our diets, artificial like artificial lights, you know, and routines that that we have, a lot of simulation at night. Uh, yeah, like just being sedentary. So huge problem. It really affects everything you do, right? Like it, it makes you more prone to being like sick and like just affects your like mental health and outlook on life. So, um, so huge sleep problems. Most people we've seen so far, like they try to fix their problems. Some go to sleep medication, you know, and like sleep supplements and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of people who are looking for a more natural approach and the way they are trying to figure that out is on their own. Like, Sleep doctors or sleep professionals, unfortunately, are have a huge backlog, and they have like maybe I was talking to a therapist the other day, and she she has a year and a half wait list to treat patients, right? Wow. So it's you're kind of like you're either doing it on your own, or you're you're stuck where you are, right? And and if you do it on your own, like uh, it's really hard. You're listening to podcasts, you're browsing the web, not like no one's an expert. People are trying things, they're buying things, half of them don't work, you know. So. It's really hard to fix sleep on, 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 on their own. And that's what most people are doing. And so we're trying to, we partner up with a sleep therapist with 20 years of experience. We're leveraging GPT-4, the, te- the tech behind ChatGPT, mm. uh, to almost like kind of replicate what she does in like uh, with, with, with her clients and her method. And we're putting it into a product. We're usually integrating it with HealthKit and wearables. And so you can, so we can automatically pull in like, how's your sleep going? Is it improving or not? How's your exercise? And with all of that, we yeah, we created a, a sleep coach, an AI sleep coach that creates a plan for you and tells you what you need to do to improve your sleep over the next few weeks and, and few months. Um, so that's that's what we're working on. And we think, I mean, it's really exciting to be, it feels like we're like on the, on the bleeding edge, you know, of like this new this new tech and, and, and paradigm. We're learning a lot. We're making lots of mistakes also in the sense of like how to use the technology and where it fits and where it doesn't fit as well. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting. We think it can be like a really big business and also help a lot of people uh, because there's there's really, we feel like there's a big gap here between the professionals and the people that need help. And hopefully with this, we can create something scalable and personalized. Yeah, I love it. You know, I think AI is the next.com in my opinion, right? Like it's like yeah, whatever yeah, dot AI yeah. is going to be the next.com. And yeah, like I, I love that you're on the leading forefront of that. Romain, my buddy Romain in France. Now that ChatGPT can see people are already using it to code apps based on screenshots, should app makers expect more competition in the near future? I think so. I think everyone's expecting more competition in the near future, right? (laughs) uh, More competition doesn't necessarily mean more better competition, I guess. What's the level of quality that's going to be there? I don't know. But I I do think that for sure we're entering a world and, and, and and a time of a lot of noise right it's already super noisy right now and content and product creation is going to explode and go through the roof with with all of these tools um so i think I, I'm, I'm expecting a lot more noise in, and that's why i think user acquisition and distribution is so important Great. Um, because we need to be able to stand out and, and get to people so yeah have some more thoughts there but i don't want to i know we are on a, on a, on a timeline I'll, I'll, I'll keep you as long as you're willing to stay. <laughs> <Mark. Okay. laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the app audit side. I do have a few more questions, so stay tuned for that. But I like to start off every app audit segment with some dad jokes. 
Martin, this might finally get us to meet in person, okay? So loser buys lunch. Okay. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> okay. Loser of the dad joke round buys lunch. Okay. Sounds good. I only have one and I think I'm going to buy lunch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> one for me then. Very profitable live stream for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Martin, you want to go first or you want me to go first? No, go, for, go first. Go first. They, go first? Okay. Wanna see where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Okay. Well, I shared this this morning. So here we go. All right, Martin. I like this one. All right, here we go. Let's get this ready to go. All right. That's good. All right, Martin. I told my cat that I'm going to teach him to speak English. He looked at me and said, me? How? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what strong, you got? strong start. Strong start. <laughs> How many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Only one, but the bulb has got to really want to change. I like it. <laughs> All right. Put S if you thought my joke was better. Put M if you thought Martin's joke was better. And then I'm sure Martin will find another one. But if you want us to take a look at your app in a future live stream, we'll just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. We need those votes, All right. I want that free launch. You know what I mean? Martin. All right, Martin. Nice. Let's take I'm a look at that. Some I'm seeing some S's. Come on, guys. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Oh, he's begging for votes. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's that's that's the off the books. Like it's not it's not like an official. Uh, okay, love it. <laughs> you just focused on. You got competitor. You're a competitor. I love it, man. All right. Well, we got another Martin's app, and he's like, he's got a Relaxify app, stress and anxiety relief, and he wants organ. You know, onboarding, feeling of value. So I think we're gonna add a lot to here. Anything on the App Store presence you wanna? Give Martin feedback. Yeah, I was actually looking at this very briefly yesterday, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, a few different things, right? Mono, and you're the ASO expert, right? But it did strike me like the, the title is like this. It's probably nothing that can be searchable, right? Yeah. Like, um, so I'm really curious actually to, to, to hear your perspective. But but I would, I don't know. I, just I like, like your approach, thing. Martin. Yeah. Honestly, like... Now yeah. that ASO, I mean, you got on it early. Now that ASO yeah, is so yeah. hard, I'd rather just, I'll, I'll, what I'm doing right now is just going all in on whatever the main keyword is, yeah, right? Like, so yeah, yeah. if this is anxiety relief or relax, I'm just going to call it relax app or just call yeah, it relax, yeah. right? Like, yeah, totally, and that's totally. it. I don't care about my brand. Yes. I just care yes. about organic download. Yeah, I mean, if we're calling it Relaxify app, might as well call it Relax app. Relax app. And yeah. <laughs> at least have a greater chance of like getting found, right? And, right. and getting discarded. Um. And I also feel like the screenshots. So the screenshots to me felt a little bit like um, like they're okay, but they're a bit generic. Like they're not telling me much about what this, what the, who is this for, and, and what it does. And like so, mental health app designed to improve your well-being. I feel like every mental health app in the world does that, right? That's like the definition of a mental health app. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to be like um, like I'm just trying to be honest to, to get this person's feedback, right? I don't, I don't want to like. Um, yeah, sound too mean, but um, yeah, I, 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 I would love to be more specific, right? Maybe may get more specific. Who is this for, and how is this different? I guess, right? I'm, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on the topic of positioning actually these days, um, mm. which is that's the crux of it, right? Like kind of context setting for for a potential customer, um, and I, 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 I would, I would love to see a little bit more of that. And the, the other thing I saw that yesterday I was I was looking at it. There's no app store video, right? There's no preview video. Yeah, well, I, I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I've seen mixed results with 
like having video. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it actually hurts. So I, I yeah. just wanted your perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, my perspective might be a bit dated, mm. um, but what I do remember very vividly is when we first introduced the video, like it just increased the amount of impressions we were having, you know, like we, it just brought us more traffic, you know, uh, it was see. very clear. And I tend to have the, the belief that the more you can like um, implement whatever Apple offers, you know, like if you, if you, if you, if they have like, X amount of screenshots, you go for them, right? Like if, mm. you, if you have a video, you go for them. If you can promote an in-app purchase, you promote it, right? If you do mm. all these things, I tend to think that those are probably positive signals for them, you know, like you're like a fully like invested member of the ecosystem. Again, this is my thoughts. I have no official like I love it. information about this, right? But that, that's my framework. Um, and by the way, a few more things that might be helpful here. Like we, we do call out like what what's our average rating, yep. the number of stars, the amount of re- reviews, like it's all like social proof and like authority and all of that. Um, so I think the other screenshots could be a little bit, I, I know maybe there's not a lot of ratings yet, but there are some things you can do that are I think are fair to yeah. like just make it stand out more. Yeah, one thing I'll say, Martin, we we did A-B test this with another client that was in the mental health space and we saw like just leading with the main keyword. So for you, it was podcast app, right? And for yeah. Relaxify, it could be just like relax, right? Yeah. We we had like calm stress, feel better, sleep better, blah, 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 like all the generic and versus just being like the app to help you relieve anxiety, right? Like nice. and if that was the main keyword that they were ranking for, when we A-B tested it, we saw a 30% lift in downloads just by changing that first screenshot and the wording on the free screen first screenshot so rather than going generic go into that main keyword that you're trying to target anyways because you know obviously if people are searching for let's say relax yeah. app and they see relax app like okay you, you're my app right i just search yes. for it and i yes. see yes. the name yes. right there and that resonates with our um our also SEM experience you know like yeah. when 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 you highlight and call out the the keywords that were searched in the actual like pages and all of that like it really makes a difference so that's where i stole it from Warren, because I, I used <laughs> to run sem campaigns for walmart.com like 20 years ago and i that was one of the secrets so i was like why wouldn't it work here and so yes yeah, just yeah. borrowing it from sem nice. and the a b tests you're doing them within the app store with like the custom app store pages or you're doing them with like a web like uh so nope, just straight ppo product page okay. optimization okay yeah all right let's get into martin's app the other martin the other martin that's martin <laughs> Not the winning Martin. Okay. The winning Martin won the dad joke round. <laughs> you better come up with another joke, man. I got to redeem myself. All right. I'm going to hit allow. Uh, what do you think about these slider things? I don't know, man. Like we've, we, we've tried them several times and they usually never work. Um, okay, good. I don't like them. <laughs> well, don't... What usually works for us is speed, you know, and we're, I mean, we, the theory here is that the more context you set for the person, you know, the better predisposed they're going to be to like sign up for a trial and all of that. But what we keep on encountering is that the more steps we put in, like the, the, the just the more people we lose basically. And uh, so that's, that's a tough reality. Same thing with signups. Signups are like brutal, like for these things, you know, like, uh, so. Don't yeah, make don't them, know. right? Is that what you're saying? Don't make them sign up if you, if you don't really need it. Yeah, I mean, there's also the, the theory here is like, okay, if I have their 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 email, I can get them on like really strong email campaigns, right? And maybe with that, I'm gonna bring them back and all that. But usually, email campaigns, at least for us, is like the lowest priority, right? So we first focus on the app and all of that. So until we have a properly functioning email campaign that can like um, 
pay for the churn that signup is generating, it, it's, it's not that easy. So yeah, I think when in doubt, take it out. Yeah, I like it. I think, you know, what I'm leaning towards now too, Martin, is, and I think it depends on the category apps, but I think especially for mental health apps, like having an onboarding sequence that has engagement. I think that's one of the best practices. So it could be like for you guys, it could be like, you know, what kind of podcast and I would pick, you know, entertainment, comedy, you know, maybe some news and business. Right. And so like you get that data and it also like we did this live stream a couple of weeks ago with headway and we were talking about onboarding and she was talking about how it makes customers when you engage with them early on it makes them feel like you're customizing the entire experience for them even if you're not right like and so this feels like a long onboarding journey but that's fine right like i know a lot of health the mental healthness apps have really long onboarding but i would play around with this onboarding that's all i would play around with onboarding paywall you know a b test the crap out of that once you have downloads that's all i would be a b testing I think what we didn't see here, and, and again, I'm totally agree with you. Like, I think yeah. asking them questions and, and and having them invest into it, you know, and I think that's fine. I just don't know if it was clear the questions. Where are they taking us? Where are they leading us? And yeah. what are what are we customizing exactly? Right? Like, or, or and I know it's the app, but what are we gonna get on the other end? Uh, I don't know if that was clear. Maybe we missed it in the in the initial like screens that we jumped through. You know. I'm just going to keep pushing. Yeah, I agree. And these questions are kind of like, they're not fun. <laughs> they feel like work. No offense, Martin. Yeah. But yeah. like, they feel like a lot of work versus like having just buttons, you know, like strongly agree, agree. And I don't know, like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, where is this leading me? And I think it's great that we have, that we know it's like uh, how many questions we need to answer. Yeah. But 25 is like a really daunting number, you know? Yes. I agree. Um, it's good and, that we're they're pretty fast, but you probably need to think through them, right? If you're really doing them. Yeah, like and now it's more yeah. I like what we did with Headway, and I'm only sharing this because she was openly sharing it with me. Yeah. She, you know, we really talked about engaging with the user and then re-engaging with the you know what here's what I mean, like asking them questions and being like, Oh, great. This is this is what we'll do, right? Like and she talked about like, hey, you know asking them these type of questions and then giving them a break and being like, yo, you know, we're kind of just like doing this. It's like, congratulations, da, 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 right? Like, Hey, do you agree with this statement? Cool. And I think flow does this well, this period tracker app where they'll ask yeah. you questions and then they'll, the next screen has something related to what you said. And so it makes yeah. the user yeah. really, really feel like you're really customizing the experience versus just asking a bunch of like, I was going to say nonsense questions, but versus just asking questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's a risk that you feel like you're asked a, a, a battery of like nonstop questions. Yep. Versus maybe going through like a little bit more of like a give and take, right? And uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about, have, right? right? Like, hey, you know, they're, they, if I select this, they tell me and then they give me breaks in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, congrats. So like, it doesn't feel like work. There's a little bit of a break in between every single thing. That's great. Uh, I want to get to the paywall, Martin, but like this is a lot of questions for this person. (laughs) Mail, which country? This Martin. Mm. I can't even find the U. Okay, U.S. Uh, Okay, I'm getting results right now. Here we go. Prepare my program. This does work. Like I like this, but I think you might want to like decrease the number of questions. Maybe ask for this, and then ooh, also you know a surprise, right? What do you think about this? No, I think 
asking for I help. I mean, data. I don't know. Like, we, we ask for help data it. in our app, but we we do a pre-prompt and we preface it, and it's like kind of optional, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I don't know if I would do this just before we we're going to present an offer, probably, right? Yeah. Because, like, um, I don't know, kind of has, especially just for getting the steps. Where's the offer? Right? There's no offer. Yeah. Where's the offer? Yeah. Where's the offer? Okay. Yeah. So I do have data. Uh, I don't know. I think. Yeah. Become a premium member. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think yeah, this, this, this should have appeared. Um, I mean, yeah. After after all the questions and the plan, or honestly, I would also experiment with putting it like as a, one of the first few screens. Yeah. And seeing what happens. Agreed. The what I've been saying recently, Martin, too, is definitely you know obviously you said it. Share the show the paywall during the onboarding process. And then when people hit X, show a discount because most people who buy, buy during that first time user experience, all that jazz. And I was like, look, you know, discounting works. If you do a discount, don't do a trial because I've seen yeah. that phone. Like, and so I hit X, Flow does that. And then I've been, I kind of shared it publicly on social media and people are like, yep, that's working. So I feel like, you know, you try to get them. And then we talked about it with Headway like trying to do a lot more discounts. Headway does a lot of different discounts mm. there too. And one more thing, if you go to premium member once, just, just once again, like yep. I think um, there's good snippets there, like the 4.8 star, like and the five stars for 4K ratings empowered by women, 50K downloads. I would use those. Yep. I think those are the better to include on the screenshots. Yeah, totally, than not having anything. So um, so yeah, I don't know. Those are some ideas. Maybe based out somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah, maybe if I have like more reviews on different other countries. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see. Mm. Uh, okay. We'll keep us posted. Martin, congrats on the app. Look, looks really good, but those subtle Yeah, it's a really important good. domain. Really important domain. Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right, Martin. Well, I hope you got another one because you got the majority of the votes here. And I got two, Romain and Luis. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Everybody else is. I don't, have, I don't have any more. I only have it in Spanish. Uh, I don't know if. Um, do it in Spanish. Maybe, uh, Luis. Maybe with Luis. <laughs> we may with Luis will vote for me this, this time yeah. around. <laughs> hey, Steve, can you tell me what platform you use to check what features, what feature in app is used mostly? I think the question is what of your competitors' features people use the most? Easy, easy, easy. Or maybe your own features. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's like true. Analytics? Are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, what do you use, Martin? I've got my Amplitude. favorite. Amplitude? Okay. Yeah, and we yeah. really like it. We've been on it like for many, many years, and uh, I mean, it's great. We use Mixpanel. I love that, too. Nice. So those are a couple of options for you, GG. Great. All right, cool. Uh, Martin, the, before we go to round two, okay, I want to <laughs> talk to you about, and I've been thinking about this now, too, right? Like, once you've, you know, 20x your revenues, and you've got this, like, how do you prevent, what are you doing to prevent people from churning off the, let's just say, annual subscription? Like, are you doing anything from a features perspective to prevent the churn? So I don't think, by the way, I think we have a lot of work to do on that front. So so I, I don't think we, we, we have mastered that playbook. What we've done is focus on the product and make sure the product is as good as possible and people stay retained. Uh, what we see is that there's usually like a connection, you know, between like staying engaged and using the product and renewing your subscription. Um, mm -hmm. So, so that's where most of the focus has been, you know. Um, but yeah, we 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 have tried, and, and we actually have tried like some, you know, how Apple tells you you're going to renew. We also tried like like doing some communications on our own. Um, 
but that was more connected to a price increase. Yeah, so I think most of the things we've done is like making sure the people stay engaged with the app. I do think that's the most important piece or like trying to like more hack it, you know, or, or, or yeah. solve it in other ways. But we do have a lot of upside. We don't have like strong email campaigns. That's something we could do for sure. Um, honestly, I think that's that's it. I think everything else is about like keeping people engaged. Yeah. Here, I'm going to show you something because I think it's pretty relevant to rest but i thought this was interesting now i have no data if this is actually effective or not but i did find and i shared it with somebody yesterday and he was like "Ooh, i like it and he does a lot of the um, he does a lot of like churn and optimization so here i'll bring this up to you as well do, 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 do. i want to get your thoughts on what you think about this so this is alarming okay yeah i'll probably do another dedicated video to this so i just did the android version right so you can kind of pull some data on sensor tower just to give you guys a sense of what they're doing. Yeah, here it is, Martin. This is around churn and engagement, right? And I was thinking like, we have that seven day window, you know, amplitude adjust. They all have data that says we have that short window of time. So you go through this normal stuff, right? Some social proof in the onboarding. We yeah. set our first alarm to wake up, paywall, all that stuff, the usual stuff. But here's the key. When I get to the homepage, right? They see it show just... Waking up, get a hundred dollar gift card. I was like, "What the hell is that?" Right, and it's like coming here, and it's like, "Oh, wake up and every day with an alarm and get a gift." I was like, "Ah, oh. now I have not done this, Martin. I haven't started this challenge, but I thought this was very interesting." As I started thinking about our churn, one of our apps, we have a twenty three percent annual renewal rate, which is you know on average, but at the same time, like we can do better. Like you know, I've heard yeah. sixty, seventy percent renewal rate, and so I'm like, "All right, well, badges, you know, challenges." simple things that I feel like could help retention and also help with churn, prevent churn. So I really like this strategy and I believe, I don't know this to be true yet because I haven't gone through the seven days, but I believe what it does is I think it's going to be a, like a, like a spinning wheel, you know, those spinning yeah, wheels. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. A raffle almost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that's what it's going to be when you do the challenge, you start the challenge, you get the challenge, you finish the challenge and you get a raffle. So it's not always going to be a hundred dollar gift. Yeah, card. Yeah. What I like about this is that it's, um, it's about helping the person create habits that they want to create. Right. So, so to some, it's, it's like an accountability or incentivizing them. Right. So I think, I think that's interesting. I always wonder though, right. Like to what, it, how, I think like retention and renewal rates and all that engagement is really determined by the category you're in, right? Like I think that really plays a huge, it's like, it's like, like a gravity force almost. Yeah. I do wonder how much you can break out of that. Like how, how, how much, like what, what's the Delta, you know, uh, with all these different tactics. I don't know the answer to it. Right. But I, I do know that. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm working on some stuff. Cause I'm, I'm, I've always been Martin. I'm like, get that money. Right. <laughs> and now I'm like, now, don't lose that money after you get it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm always like, my default is get that money. And then now I'm like, okay, now that we have money, don't lose that money. And how do we make more money too from the downloads we have? So yeah, I'm in yeah, that yeah. mindset right now. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. All right, let's get to Camila's app. We've got Camila's app. Oh, actually, you got it. You got one more dad joke? Only in Spanish, man. I'm sorry. Okay. You want? I'll, I'll, I'll hear it in Spanish. Do yours. Do yours. Okay, I got it. mine. All right, well... You know, George said, do the, do this one. So I will do this one, George. I shared this on Instagram. Where is it? <laughs> I just have screenshots all the time. Anytime you hear me taking a screenshot, I usually am doing some 
dad jokes. Okay, I got to pull it out. All right, ladies, this is for you. Okay, ladies. So, Camila, this is for you. Ladies, if you can't appreciate your fruit jokes, well, you need to let that man go. There you go. All right. Go ahead, Martin. What you got? I mean, so the full Spanish version is, ¿Cómo se llama un café que salió de la cárcel? How do you call a coffee that came out of jail? What? Espresso. <laughs> it's like <laughs> formerly incarcerated, basically. Um, In Spanish, I love it. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll buy lunch, okay? <laughs> but thank you for doing this. All right, Camila. Please, I'm counting on you. <laughs> User acquisition and retention. So here's the app. Yeah, we can get speed through this because I know we're going above time. But any thoughts right here, Martin, on user acquisition? Oh, I mean, I feel like games is not necessarily like my my my, my strong suit. So I think I'm gonna have to let you take the lead, and maybe I'll sure. jump in from time to time. Okay. So here's what I would say. I think with games, look, unless you've you know going after idle games and lo-fi idle games, I feel like ASO is not as important with games because like unless you have like crossword or word search, like if there's a generic keyword that has traffic and it matches up with your game, then great. Like Crossy Road, it's branded. It's going to be branded. So I don't think about it from an ASO standpoint. I think from a user acquisition standpoint, you're just going to have to test it all. Kind of like what Martin said earlier. Like I think Google UAC, obviously if you do Google UAC, you know, app install campaigns, think about like really, because you're on Android anyways, think about using Google's, you know, event optimization versus like apps flyer or adjust no shade to them but that seems to work better along with firebase than using an mmp to go after event optimization on google app install campaigns so think about i think it's going to be a very much paid acquisition play when it comes to games unless you there's actually keywords for the ones you're targeting and doesn't look like you know unless it's window garden or garden games or gardening gardening games those are the keywords i'd probably try to go after if i were you from an aso standpoint the other thing i would say is there's this youtube video that they have i really like it and i think every google play store should have it but i've been sharing this a lot lately and i'll just say it one more time so apologies to those who are have watched this a bunch of times what i like to do this is low touch right like go into this youtube video and then optimize it so youtube has its own keyword metadata right and so what I do know, and this is, again, I'm borrowing from the web, web pages with video tend to rank better without video, right? This is a long stat. You have great videos. So have the right keywords, like Wholesale Direct 2023 trailer, not the right keywords to have in your title of that video. Have the right video tags. And the video tags should generally have one of your biggest competitor names. So if it's going to be like Gardenscapes or Heyday, have those keywords in here because then you can hack the Google Play Explorer downloads. And that's what these apps are. And I know this getting in the you might also like on Google Play does actually drive downloads too. So all right, let's get into the key. I play around with the icon. I think for Google Play, like icon is extremely important. So mm. I don't like this icon. <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> Can't see it. Play around with that. A-B testing mm. icons does make a difference. Although it's one of the last things I do. Because if it's good enough, it's good enough. All right, let's get into the game real quick. We'll let Martin go. It's taking forever. Martin, I did win. So, ha-ha. Redeem myself. But Luis to give you. Thanks, Luis. Thanks, Luis. <laughs> All right. 
I'll even come out to you, okay? I'll come out to you. We'll have lunch. There you go. Split it. You, uh, I'll fully lose. Uh, uh, uh. Here's one of the things that I've been thinking about for games. Like, I think with games, they're doing something spectacular. With games, you have the opportunity to do subscription. It is working for games. And also have, like, a store where you can make money. And so, you know, we've, we have experience with this, but a few of our clients, they're making money from both, right? It's just making money from subscription and making money from like just normal in-app purchases like coins mm. and games. And so with games, you have that capability. One of the things I really rely on with games, obviously ads is super important, rewarded videos. And then to the point of like building in the habit, like Alarmy did, like have daily rewards. And those daily rewards allow you to double Right. Let them let users watch a video to double the daily rewards. So those are things that I try to do. And I think with games, what I try to do, like I'm not an expert on games either, but I would try to say is like try to get users to spend money during the onboarding so that they're used to spending money, spending gems, spending tokens. You look at Clash of Clans and all that stuff. They like kind of like buy this, buy this, buy this. Right. And then they award you bonuses. Okay. Oh, she's there. Awesome tip on the YouTube video. Thanks, Camila. Okay, cool. An idle game just means like it's a clicker game. I think that's what it means. Is there any like um, viral loop or, or, or like social loop here? Yeah, you that's know? a great one. Don't know. Maybe Camila, Camila could tell us. Drag the mirror into the highlighted area. I don't know where that means. Like here? Where's the highlighted area? I'm a little confused. Oh, there you go. Hmm? Oh, perfect. Now tap. I haven't been paying attention. Camilla, sorry. I don't know this to be true, but I do think that I've talked to a couple of game developers. That first time user experience should be, I think, around a minute. And if you, because games are very casual, if you can get, look, depends on the game, obviously, but if you can get people to like get out in and out really quickly, that first time user experience, I feel like that's the right move. And then, like, give them a taste. Like, I looked at Wordscapes. I looked at these other games, too. And, like, they give you a taste. That first round is very easy. And it's consumable. And then they kind of get you to do more stuff. This feels long to me. But, again, Camila, use your data because, you know, you can, you know, your data, not me. I wonder if this is, like, uh, about, like, creating your own, like, garden, right? Or, like, and taking care of it. And that's the, the, the thing. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes these games, I know time plays a role, right? Like uh, you need to come back after a certain time and some things happen. I wonder if you can, you could use widgets, like a widgets, mm. like the, the, the home screen of the phone to kind of get a, have the garden top of mind in people's minds, you know, uh, and also get a glimpse of how it's, I don't know, what's the current status of it or how, how it's going. Because I think the risk with games or any product, right? Like they come in to the app, then they leave and they forget and they never come back, right? Right. So I think the more you can like, um, yeah, device tactics to stay top of mind. Uh, and I think if I'm understanding the game correctly, this could fit into like the how, how the game works. Oops, forgot what I pressed. But I know one of the ga games I was looking at, like what they try to do is get you quickly to finish the level. In social loop. Do you feel successful or? Uh, it's these are the successful games I was looking at, and yeah. what I saw was like. I think the dopamine hit with rewarding and finishing a level, it's there. And so they try to get you to that finish first level really fast. And then during that level finish, they give you rewards and then they allow you to 
double those rewards with video. And I think that's the best way to try to engage yeah. them as much as possible, right? They have more coins to play with. Hopefully, okay, she does have a daily reward right here. So I love this. Yeah, I would flip the two, Camilla. I would go, look, my eye goes to claim. So I just flip it, put claim to the left and then put 2x reward on the right. But cool. All right, just for you. Yeah, yeah. I think if there's a way of like creating some kind of social loop as, or, or virality, uh, in which you can invite friends to something with your friends, right? Like go, go take care of the garden together. I don't know, something like that. Or see, see who has the best, nicest garden. Yeah. Whatever can help you like uh, to create, to bring more installs and more traffic, I think can be very powerful. Yes. And I think your games plans. could be one of those situations in which it actually makes sense. Yeah. She loves a widget idea. Love it. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. I don't want to take up any of your time, but anything I missed that you want to make sure we cover? Oh, I don't think so. I think we we we, we did we did cover like uh, quite a bit of things. I mean, I just want to say like for 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 whoever is out there like uh, building things, you know, uh, you have my respects. You have my respects. Uh, it's it's it really is hard. It's tough, um, and you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone, and like don't give up. Uh, I think you. Yeah, I don't know. It's a long, long, arduous process, but sometimes you're closer to like a breakthrough than you think, and that can change everything. And I think it's about staying persistent, continue learning, and and yeah, giving you your best. So all all, all the best of successes and luck to, to folks out there. I completely agree. You know, I want to be. Our mission is to be the most effective, most affordable app marketing agency out there, and it's because we work with so many founders, and it's just like I know how hard it is to be a founder. Like shout out to you, right? Like we deal, I know one of the things I wanted to cover with Martin was mental health. And it's like, yo, you do a lot. And so that's why I'm that affordable is the thing that I want to make sure we're always there because then I want to help the founders as much as possible. And Martin, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like longevity is under, underrated. Like a lot of people just look at the time in the moment right now and they compare how other apps are doing in this very moment. But, and I did this too, man. Like there was an app marketing agency that was doing like, 2 million a year in like 18 months. And I was like, dude, I suck. Right. And I felt really bad about myself, but unfortunately, and for reasons unknown to me, you know, they're no longer around. And so part of me started thinking about like, do you have enough in your bank account to live? Are you happy with what you're doing? Okay. That's good enough, man. Don't think about anything else. In my totally. I think the more we can learn not to compare with others, the better. Uh, it's tough. It's not easy. I think it's ingrained in all of us to kind of do that, but but yeah, I think it's nothing good comes out of it. So, so yeah, it's the, it, in that sense in our own lane. I love it. All right. Well, the app, if you guys want to check it out is the podcast app and just for, just search for podcast app in your favorite app stores and you'll find it really high in the search results. And if you want to check out Martin's new app, we'll go search for rest in your favorite app stores and you'll find rest just the same. And Martin, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else? No, I think I think that's. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, so you can find me on LinkedIn uh, under just look for podcast app by my name. You'll find me if you want to send me a message. Uh, I try to respond. Sometimes it takes me a while, but but, but I try to respond. And that's that's pretty much it. Hope you, yeah, try our products and send us feedback if you have any. Always yeah. interested in learning. Let him know you heard it on this podcast. He might not connect with you otherwise. All right. We all get go. a lot of LinkedIn requests. Louis says, thank you, Steve. Gracias, Martin. And then Ronnie, give us some love. And then first level, easy. Okay. Gave some great tips too. Martin, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on. Steve. Doing this. Thanks really for having appreciate me on. you, man. And then really glad next, that we were able to do it. Finally. And I will come out. I'll ping you and what, what day so makes good. sense for you. I'll come out to Marin. Lunch is on my, my friend. Next week, I want to tell you guys, we've got a lot of great guests coming up. Martin just is one of them. We got Ian, my friend, Ian, who I don't know if you remember back in the day, 
Martin, there was this app called Umano that would read you the news. And so Ian's got a new product, but I wanted to catch up with him because he was one of my first guests back in 2013 on, on the podcast. So I thought like, hey, let's go back and let's have a flashback. So join us every Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific. And I think it's 5 p.m. in the UK. But every Friday, I'll be here bringing you amazing guests. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Martin. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.